welcome to season six of the Travel Stories podcast. How do I start this again? Oh, I can't even remember. Uh, where? Oh, yeah. Where? We're no longer. Do I still have to say this? Where we're no longer following me, headingly around every country in mainland Europe because I've already done it. I am. <laughs> no, that's not where I start, is it? Jesus, I got to do these more often than I. Right. If you are in, hello. By the way, if this is your first time, this is how it is. If you are in hmm, Gothenburg which I believe is in Sweden. I've been there. I should know. Sweden? Gothenburg? Let's have a look, shall we? Let's, I don't want to get this wrong. Gothen with an N, I believe. Gothenburg. There we go. It is in Sweden. Yes, I thought it was. It's just before the bridge. I've been there. I knew that. Why did I look it up? I knew it. If you're in Gothenburg and you are walking down the street in the morning time, which... Uh, which I did, and it's very nice. Like the the kind of buildings, <laughs> the buildings and the sun coming up, and there's a lot of steps there. There's a lot of steps and like uh, churches and stuff. Man, it's so nice in the morning. So nice in the morning. Yeah, if you're doing that, if you are in Gatlinburg, going with the Bergs today. Now I know that Gatlinburg's a place, but where is it? <laughs> it's in TN. Is that Tennessee? Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And you are hiking, because I believe there are mountains there. And you are hiking in Gatlinburg. And you just thought, hey, up, I'll put on a... You wouldn't say, hey, up. That's a that's slang from where I'm from in Shropshire and <laughs> near, near Wales and United Kingdom. So I don't know why you'd say that. But if you're thinking, hey, up, I'm going to stick on a little podcast. And then you do. And now you're here then I'm talking to you. And I would invite you to join me. I am, as I said, in Shropshire. I'm still here. I'm in Shropshire, United Kingdom, right next to Wales. I've been feeling some Salopian pride. Salopian, that's the term for someone from Shropshire. I know, sounds like fallopian. Salopian pride, right? Like I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, right? Joe Rogan experience. And there was this guy on, he does like a... Um, What's it called? He swam around Great Britain, right? Swam around Great Britain. What a legend. And he was talking about uh, old mate Webb. I say old mate because I can't remember his first name. Matthew. I want to say I'm looking a lot of things up already, man. Matthew Webb. Yes, Captain Webb. Captain Matthew Webb. Now, I believe I'm just uh, just kind of looking this now yes right matthew webb right was the first guy to swim the channel which is the body of water from the uk to france right now you go in in like the underwater train to get there it takes like i think it's like 25 minutes something like that and he was the first man to swim it and it's so cool because back then back in right we can do this back in 1875 right he swam this thing Man, I'm out of breath already. He swam this thing, right, the channel. And uh, people said, it can't be done. And he was like, ah, be all right, son. And and what's it called? Front crawl, you know, the standard swim that we do nowadays. The fastest one, the most, you know, the best one. Uh, He wouldn't do that, right, because it was relatively new. And he said he he would do breaststroke because uh, the front crawl is ungentlemanly. And so even though it took way more effort to do the breaststroke and everything like that, he, uh, he did that. What a legend. My point is, he's from Shropshire. He's an old Salopian, old Matthew Webb, isn't he? Other famous Salopians. <laughs> this is the Shropshire podcast. <laughs> from Shrewsbury to Telford, we've got you covered. Other famous Salopians are, what's his name? Charles Darwin, born in the same city as me, town rather, Shrewsbury. Anyway, what the hell am I talking about Shropshire for? What was my point? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, that's where I am. Yeah, I'm here. So over the last, I don't know, week, two weeks, two weeks, I know, we're fortnightly. Let's admit it to ourselves. This is a fortnightly show now. See, I tried to do it weekly, but things come up. And then things also come up when it when it comes to the second week. But I go, no, I, I have to do it. Which begs the question, why can't I have that resolve in the first week, right? But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened, right? So we're getting my mom's place done, my mom's uh, rock school. And she's got this big unit, you know, industrial unit. And we were turning it into a, a rock school place, right? With classrooms and a stage. I built a stage, right? And... Uh, <laughs> And it, it, it's a big job, big job. 5,000 screws, right? 
in all these, you know, the boards and the walls and everything like that. 5,000 screws put in, right? I filled all these screws, 5,000 of them. Then I sanded 5,000 of these screws. <laughs> and then we painted it all. <sighs> Still not done. <laughs> but we were doing, man, we were doing 14-hour days, getting there at 8 a.m. and not leaving until 10 p.m. And there was still loads of stuff to do, you know. 14-hour days, man. I was coming back. I was getting more sleep than I usually get because I was just coming home, just going, ah, you know, straight to sleep. This is, I know this is not travel yet. This is how it is, man. I can't wait for the Hayden Lee show where it's just, I can I can talk about whatever, you know. But yeah, well, I can hear. I can hear, but I won't. So yeah, that's what I was doing. It was ridiculous. My hands looked like, uh, what did I say? I was talking to, I was talking to someone. And I said they look like I've been uh, I've been building cheese graters in the dark. That's what my hands look like because I carpeted the whole place too. The knife was terrible. Anyway, <laughs> how are you guys doing, man? How are you guys doing? Let me know. Shoot me a uh, question and or comment uh, at Backpack Digital on Instagram. That's what we're on Instagram. Can you hear? Can you hear the? Uh, the what's it called creaky floor creaky floorboards i'm in an old old house in shropshire shropshire but now we've been through shropshire <laughs> all right today what i thought i'd do right we will get to some questions at the end but what i thought i'd do today is i was thinking i was thinking about travel with a purpose right and now when you search for things like travel with a purpose it's always like uh, i don't know like doing good in the world, you know, travel with a purpose. I'm traveling to kind of bring awareness to this or that or good deeds and stuff like that. But I'm I'm thinking of it in a different way, not that that's a bad thing in any way. I'm thinking of a purpose to your travel, right? So, for example, going to, I don't know, going to Japan to attain your black belt. You know what I mean? It's having that kind of purpose for the trip. And I think there's a lot of good, I was talking about this with travel projects as well, or just projects in life, actually. I kind of like this because uh, I think I was thinking about this because I was listening to that guy that was swimming around Great Britain. And it's like he had that as a kind of, that was his purpose. That was his his goal, right? He was setting out to do that. He had a beginning and an end and therefore a middle. And that was that was what he was doing and that was it and that's what kept him going and he was because he would do six hours swimming six hours sleeping on and off so he's swimming swimming through the night as well and he's there in the nighttime right and there's just no light no moonlight up in you know northern the northern coast of uh what's it called scotland there you go <laughs> and it's like this it's pitch black pitch black and he's just swimming along 40 miles from the coast there could be anything right next to him in the water and he's just swimming for six hours but the, the like you're you're talking to yourself in those times, right? And it's like, uh, who was it? Marcus Aurelius said that what we say to ourselves is just as important. The conversations we have with ourselves are just as important as the conversations we have with others, right? Which is uh, maybe more so, maybe more so. And so it's what do you tell yourself in that time? And if you don't have a strong resolve, if you don't have a strong reason for why you're doing it, then if it gets difficult, it's very much a lot easier to, uh, to kind of back out of it or to, you know what I mean? So I'm just keeping in the, you know what I mean? Now it's what I do. Anyway, <laughs> so purpose for travel. I like it. So I had a little googly, right? <sighs> a little googly about traveling with a purpose, right? And there's a little list. I haven't really looked at it yet, but I'm going to go through it and it's going to give me some ideas, right? And it's going to hopefully through me, uh, it'll give you guys some ideas for traveling with a purpose, right? So these are in, these are in an order here. How many are there? Jesus, that's a lot. Okay, we'll go at it relatively speedily. Okay, number one, take a food tour. Boring. Number two, <laughs> you can if you want. I'd, I've never been a big food man. Never a big food man. Because, uh, uh, yeah, for me, food is just, I don't know. If I get, like, I don't know, um, like... I can't think of any food items now, but if I get a little bit of something and it's like, oh, the garlic gives, even though garlic is amazing, the garlic gives us gives it this little hint and then you add the lemon and it's, oh, it's perfection. If it doesn't fill me up, I ain't interested. You know what I mean? It's like, it could be the best tasting food in the world, but for me, if I'm if it's not satisfying, my, my if I'm not satiated by the end, I'm not interested. I think it's because I grew up working class. It's like, you know, you eat because you have to fuel yourself. That's what it is, you know? So anyway, you can take a food tour if you like. I'm just going to go over that. Try a beer or wine tour. Same. 
Okay, I'll go, I'll go more into this. Sign up for a photography class. Now, what this makes me think is, because I've, I've had these ideas about projects and plans and stuff before, and it was kind of tying it to the place. It was thinking, oh, here's a place. What could I do in that place? It's kind of stereotypical of that place, right? So something I thought of was, oh, Paris. Paris is nice. I'd like to spend the winter in Paris. I bet that's incredibly romantic, right? And what's a kind of romantic, poetic thing to do in Paris? Learn how to do watercolor paintings. Imagine that. You spend your days just in the middle of Oh, not necessarily in the middle, but in in Paris, in some streets, and you find some amazing kind of Parisian view, the Parisian walkways, as Gary Moore would say, and and then you paint it. Yeah, it'll be terrible the first time you do it, but then you, you keep on doing it, you keep on doing it, and that's what a project is for. You're probably terrible the first time you do it, but then it, by the end, you ain't too bad. And that, that's... This will come up a lot, but a lot of these things is like I think to when I'm not ninety because that's that's the that's the end thing. That's me thinking I don't want to regret stuff. But I think to me when I'm sixty or seventy or or whatever, right, or even forty or fifty, right, and I'm thinking what you know, like what am I thinking? It's like okay, ego. I'm thinking of my grandkids, right, my grandkids, <laughs> and for them, little Johnny, right, little Johnny, and he's going. He's going, Grandad, Grandad Lee, right? Uh, what, <laughs> uh, what, what did you? What have you done? What have you done with your life, right? <laughs> and immediately I'm like, what's your tone, Johnny? Right? And uh, and he says, what have you done with your life, Grandad? Sitting in that chair, thinking you're all that, right? And I'll go, well. All right, then, I don't know why. I don't know why this is an argument. But anyway, so I'll say, well, I, I went to Paris. I, I lived for six months in Paris and learned watercolor. Maybe I'm not thinking of Little Johnny. Maybe I'm just thinking about wooing girls. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> Because, yeah, it's like, hey, tell me about yourself, you know? And, the, you know, she's got a nice French accent. Hey, tell, I can't do a French accent. She's like, tell me about yourself. Ah, well, oh, no, she's French. That wouldn't be that uh, impressive. Okay, she's from somewhere else. <laughs> okay, she goes, hey, tell me about, the, what accent is that? Tell me about the yourself. She's Italian. There you go. And uh, I go, ah, you know, uh, I, 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 no, tell you what it is. <laughs> Tell you what it is. I'm just hanging out, right, in Italy, apparently, doing some watercoloring, right? And she comes over, obviously, and she goes, uh, she goes, hey, what are you doing, right? <laughs> so firstly, I thought you were Italian. And uh, I'd say, well, I'm, I'm doing, this is my voice now. I'm doing some, doing some watercoloring. I don't even know what accent that is. I, I learned it back in the day in, in Paris. <laughs> I don't know why I'm Southern American now, but there you go. What, what was I talking about? But yeah, I like to have these experiences in my back pocket, <laughs> not to use, but just to have had and to have, right? It's, I don't know, there's something nice about it. It's kind of like in, uh, we're still on point three. It's kind of like in this film, there's this film with Henry Rollins, the legend that is Henry Rollins, and it's called He Never Died. It's, uh, will that ruin it? Yes, that will ruin it. He's a guy that has lived forever, right? And he can't die, right? That's the general, there is a reason for that premise, and you find that out a little later. And you religious buffs might already kind of know by the first 10 minutes what the what the deal is but anyway my point is uh he meets someone and like he he does something and she goes how do you know how to do that he goes oh you know my i i, I did this in this country and then he does something else completely different that's another specialist skill and she's like how do you know that he's ah oh, i did this in this other country it's just this wealth of like there's no way there's no way at the end of his life, even though he can never die, this is falling apart, but there's no way at the end of his life he's, he's going to go, man, I've wasted me time, you know? And one of these things could be the thing that you've always wanted to do, you know? You don't know if you're the, you don't know if snowboarding is the thing you love most in the world if you've never been, you know what I mean? So let's get more into these and give you some more uh, examples, right? Okay. Attend a sporting event. That could be a fun reason to travel. Like I know a lot of people traveled for the Rio uh, Olympics. I was actually there during the Olympics, but I didn't know they were on until I got there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go, well, I went to one of the things and it was Spain versus Serbia in women's basketball. It was, it was badass, man. It was proper cool. It was good. Uh, but yeah, you can do that. And that kind of, that's, 
Uh, in fact, yeah, I'm thinking about like a UFC fight. If we, if me and my mates went to Vegas for a UFC fight, that would be, that's an event that you're going there for. And that kind of makes, that's different to the way that I travel. Cause I like to go there and I like to see what's there and just let what, let the wind guide me, right? Going back into my voice now, nah, let the wind guide me. All right. I don't even know what voice that was. That was amazing though. I'm going to talk in that voice all the time. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So that's not really the way I travel, though. You go there for a specific reason, right? But I think that's pretty cool, though, because you go there, you get it done, you come back, you've done the job. Job's done. You, you, it's good. So it kind of works. I like that. Right. Number five, take a hike. And what they mean by this is, for example, the Camino de Santiago, right? Uh, so if I'm sure a lot of you know the Camino de Santiago, it's uh, there's a, I'm sure a lot of you know. Come on, <laughs> so there's a place called Santiago in the Compostela, I think, in Spain, the southern south and west of Spain, <laughs> northwest northwest of Spain, and uh, and you can get there either the French way where you start in the Pyrenees or Alps you start somewhere in France and then the Portuguese way you start somewhere in Portugal and then, then basically they all have the same end point you get to the 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 uh, Santiago to Compostela and it's it's just this hike or this walk that everyone does I think one of the ways takes like 30 days or something and there's like hostels on the way where if you've got the kind of passport of I'm doing this walk you can stay there for free or something uh, I'll tell you what Sean uh, who's been on the show a few times actually Sean did it earlier this year so I think season 7 we might have Sean back on in fact we definitely should yeah let's have Sean back on but that's cool because that is not unlike uh, the the swimming round Great Britain it's like halfway through that you know on the 23rd day you'll be like I mean you're like blisters all over your feet you'll, you'll just you won't want to do your body will not want to do it anymore your half of your mind will not want to 90% of your mind will not want to do it anymore but that 10% because there's a goal at the end because there's it's a mission that you're on because of that you will continue to do it and by the end you will have you will have overcome it you will have gained more of yourself during this you'll find out what you're capable of and you'll you might change your mind on what you were capable of you'll grow as a person this is what a lot of these things are about man it's like if you don't get to that bit in the middle where you go i don't want to do this anymore you know but then you do it anyway that's good that's good man because we need struggle we need we do need struggle man we can't just live we can't just live on the beach in bali 100 percent of the time man like how do you grow how does anything grow how does a muscle grow man your muscle doesn't grow like, well okay your muscle grows because you go in the gym right you lift some weights you break the fibers right and then you eat protein and then you uh, rebuild the fibers right that's how it grows. But in order to do that, if you just take the protein, your muscles ain't growing. You need to, you need to, uh, what's the word? You need to break those, uh, those fibers. You need to break it down before you can build it up stronger. And in this walk, right, then you will, you'll be breaking yourself down, right? You'll be, you'll be, well, yeah, you'll be breaking yourself down. And then at the end, you will be stronger. That's how it is. And that, you can kind of keep that in mind when we're talking about a lot of these, right? So, yeah, right, let's move on to the next, because I'm talking quite a lot. Number six, learn another language. By the way, this isn't my list. This is on travel-made-simple.com. Oh, that's a, that's a jingle right there. Learn another language, right? So this is, this is great, because everyone knows the best way to learn. Man, I keep standing up, and I keep standing up too fast and getting a head rush. I've got low blood pressure, you see. There we go. <laughs> So learn another language, right? English would be fine to start with for me. And so, yeah, everyone knows that the best way to learn a language is to go to the place and to immerse yourself in the culture and in the place and stuff like that. Everyone knows that that's the best way. And if you go there and you're joining a class and then you go out and then you use what you've learned, amazing, amazing. And then that kind of has a, that has an end, that kind of has an end point as well. Like fluency, I suppose would be an end point, but there, but fluency is, uh, is fluid, if you will. And so that kind of has an end point though, to be able to hold a conversation could be your end point. No matter what it is, it has a goal, right? And 
that doesn't sound like it will get hard, but it will get hard. There'll be times where, say you go into a class and it's 8 a.m. every morning, you wake up on a Thursday and you go, and you just went out on the Wednesday night because it was the night where everyone's going out and you thought, ah, maybe one wine went too, too much, um, ah, maybe two, maybe a glass, maybe a bottle, maybe three, seven, nine. <laughs> uh, what was my point? <laughs> yeah, and then you won't want to get up and go to the class in the morning, but that you have a goal you have a goal to achieve and it's those the, the those are the moments apparently i'm talking like this now those are the moments where you find out who you are that's what everyone thinks an english accent is by the way that's a that's a received pronunciation that's what that's called this is this is a midlands accent my voice isn't kind of a midlands accent but this where it's kind of more in the front of the mouth this is my <laughs> received pronunciation wow come on where was i those are the moments, that was it. Those are the moments where you don't want to get up. That's where, what was my point? That's where you, that's where you're breaking the fibers of the muscle. That's what's happening right there. But it's you building them back, man. It's you building them back up. That's how you grow. That's how you grow as a person. So you come out of that, not only having learned another language, but you come out of that being better with discipline, being a, a better version of yourself. You've accomplished something. You've completed something, right? Let's move on to the next. Go cycling. Yeah, you can if you want. <laughs> I change that to go motorcycling, right? Cycling does have more of this kind of, you, you won't want to do it after a while kind of vibe to it. Because motorcycling, I mean, come on, every day, fine, you know? But cycling, yeah. I mean, there's... um. Jackie from uh, Jump the Travel podcast, formerly known as the Budget Minor Traveler. Uh, she um, she did this bike tours. I think it's biketours.com. I, oh, man, it sounds like I'm uh, sponsored by these guys. I'm not because I'm, I'm a motorcyclist, not a cycler. I've got nothing to do with it, you know. But yeah, I think she she goes through them. If you'd like cycling, do that. Why am I giving them a plug? I don't know. But it sounded good when Jackie did it. So there you go. There you go. In fact, no, uh, go through, I think, uh, listen to Jackie's show, Jump the Travel Podcast, formerly known as the Budget Minded Traveler. And she might have, if you like cycling, she might have a uh, a code or something, something like that. <laughs> I'm doing someone else's sponsor on the show. By the way, I want to talk about sponsors after I get through, get through this thing, right? Okay. 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 Number eight, whip up a meal. Whip up a meal. Uh, yeah. So you can go and learn a cuisine of a place. You can go to Italy to learn how to be a chef of Italian food. <laughs> My foodal knowledge is not very good. Anyway, so <laughs> you could want to be a, 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 a <laughs> you could want to be the next award-winning sushi man, right? I believe that's what they call people who make sushi, a sushi, a sushi man, right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then you'd head to Japan, go learn how to do it, right? That could be fun if that's your thing. Right. Number nine, hone your writing skills. I know someone, oh, am I going to sp- uh, plug something else as well? Uh, what's his name? He wrote that book. Rolf Potts, there you go. Rolf Potts does, I think he does a writing course in Paris, maybe once a year, I think. Uh, if you're into writing research, Rolf Potts and go do his writing. I think it's a writing course in Paris. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's good. And uh, like, you could want to, ah, oh, there you go. You could want to write a book. You could love like motorcycle diaries, something like that. You could want to write a travel book and not, not so much like, you know, travel dash made dash simple, simple. It could just be, you know, a travel journal. Because, man, how fun are they to write? So you could want to complete that. And that will give you, you'll be like, you'll wake up in the morning, you go, man, I should go do something today because I have to write in my book. You know, <laughs> I have to go actually do stuff, right? So, yeah, you could want to go write a book and that would be a reason to travel. That doesn't even have to be a specific destination. You could just go out and, and write. And it doesn't even have to be a travel book. You could want to write a fiction book about elves. And you could just go out into maybe New Zealand, <laughs> and go be out there to write your book. And then you have a reason for being there. That's a reason. That's a uh, that's a tr- uh, purpose to travel, right? Okay, what else we got? Climb a mountain. Classic, classic. You go there. The reason I am going to here is to climb this mountain. You go there, you climb the mountain, jobs are good. And fills all the criteria. That's, yeah, there you go. Go for a run. There are a lot of people that do marathons, half marathons, iron Men? Iron Men? Is that, is that, surely, surely it's not Iron Man's. 
right? Anyway, you can do Iron Man. And <laughs> there's a Deepak Shukla, who was on, I think, season one or two or something, uh, is legend. And he does Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he loves it. And he goes and does them in uh, Spain, Portugal, everywhere like this. And it's not unlike the, the walking one we were talking about earlier. There you go. Let's go through these a bit quicker, right? Follow history. Oh, this one's good, though. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. This is kind of linked to, uh, movie or TV locations for me. Right. So, okay. Let's, let's change the wording of it. Go to a particular location, maybe historical or from a movie or TV. The way they set up is better. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it could be historical. There's this place. I'm sure I've talked about this before. I don't, I've just remembered this. This is me remembering it now and remembering that I wanted to go there, but I didn't write it down. I can't even remember where it was. It was okay. So I was listening to Hardcore History, the best podcast there is, right? And uh, he was talking about this place where, oh, man, I'm going to butcher this, but there were three blokes that got caught because uh, they were the leaders of the other people, <laughs> and uh, and they were executed, right? And they were executed like crazily. They were like uh, dismembered and you know hung, drawn, and potentially quartered, and. Uh, yeah, and then they were, they were put in this, or what's left of them. Were, oh, yeah, and that was it. And so while the first one was getting all messed with, and you know, uh, they would like, they'd have, you know, like they would pull in stuff off and, and, you know, cutting stuff off and stuff like that. And while they were doing this, right, the, the other two, they would like pass out, right? Because they were like, oh, no, it's me next. But then they would wait for them to wake up or they'd wake them up so that they ha would also have to endure the knowledge that it's them next, you know, right? So crazy stuff like that, right? And they they hung up what was left of them in these three perspex, obviously not perspex, and these three perspex uh, or glass, probably glass. Uh, was it glass? I don't know. But they hung them up in these things, right? These see-through containers, right? And my point is, those containers are still there. How cool is that, right? How cool? This is back in the like Persian days or something. It's probably not even that era in the slightest, but it's way back in the day, right? And those things are still there. How much do you want to see those, man? Just, it's so cool, right? So that is a reason to go somewhere and check that out. And history is almost literally endless, right? <laughs> so you can go see whatever you want. Think of something historic, even if it's not old history. I went to New York and I wanted to see a bit more, but I wanted to see where John Lennon was shot, the exact, like, where he was standing. You can go there, man, and you can just see exactly where he was shot. It's weird, man. It's weird. And uh, yeah, it's just, there's something really cool about that, man. Really cool about that. And the same is for movie and TV locations, right? So if you're a motorcyclist and you want to ride from LA to uh, Tennessee, that's the, the kind of easy rider route. And then on that route, you can see all of the places that they went in the movie where they shot it all. And you can be there with the bike. You know what I mean? You're them. Oh, it's so cool. And you can do it with TV locations. You know, Game of Thrones filming location went there in um, Dubrovnik. That's cool. Stuff like that, man. That's, uh, that's like a purpose for going to a place in a sense. I love that, man. I love that. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> this might be a long uh, Investigate your heritage. That's fun. That's fun. See, for me, I'm already here, right? <laughs> Pure English, man. Pure. I think I told you already. Uh, my mom did her, um, what's it called? Uh, well, heritage, I suppose. Her DNA, you know, spat in tube and that. And uh, she was 79% uh, English or British or whatever. And then, what was it like? Something like 19% Celtic, so Scottish and Irish. And then the rest, whatever that was, 4% or whatever it was, 4% uh, uh, German. So there you go. So I'm pretty much here already. But yeah, uh, so yeah, you can, I don't know why you have to know that. So if you're from the States and you're Irish or you're Italian, go to Italy, go to Ireland, go see what it's like. So a lot of people, mainly in Boston, they're like, man, I'm so Irish. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You got to go there, man. You got to see what it's about. See what's about. That's fun, that is. I know a lot of people that have done that. Okay. Okay. 
Make it a challenge, they say. Set a goal to watch a baseball game in every professional baseball stadium in the next 10 years. That's cool if you like baseball. Aim to visit 20 countries by a certain age. That's cool. Or swim in each of the four oceans. Or visit the 10 tallest buildings in the world. That's, yeah. See, this is the same thing as what I did with the countries and the bike and that. And if you're new, I just went around all 42 countries of mainland Europe on the motorbike, right? So, yeah, that's a challenge. Because you get to number 36 and you go, man, I'm almost there. You, you know what I mean? You, you're at the start and you're at number three. You go, yeah, number three. Ah, now I'm at number four. And then you keep on going. You keep ticking them off. And then you get to the end and you feel this sense of, yeah, I've done it. It's completed. I, that travel is done. I've finished it. I don't have unfinished business. It's done, man. So that's cool. Make it a challenge. I think we're almost done. Okay, we are. <laughs> Explore your or another religion good idea if you're about religion then it's probably a good idea to go check out what it's all about you know if you're um if you're catholic go to the vatican vatican's cool been there it's good it's nice but yeah that's uh that could be very cool travel for spirituality see this is ah, see that's a thing because this one you can go to india and you can go to a meditation retreat or you can go to thailand or wherever and go to a, a silent retreat or something like that but the point of that isn't that there is a, there's like a completion. It's not like the fluency we were talking about before. We're, we're in, uh, what's it called? In uh, Ace Ventura, when nature calls, which I know front to back, right? And back to front. Oh, head rush again. Head rush again. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the monk wants him to leave, right? He's like, I can't leave now. <laughs> I haven't achieved omnipresent supergalactic oneness. And he goes, no, you you just attained it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes, just now. You're more one than anyone. <laughs> so the, my point is, you can't uh, you can't really attain omnipresent supergalactic oneness. You know, it's it's a it's a forever pursuit. But you could still feel like you could still feel like your work there is done in a sense. You know, but that's that's always good, and a lot of people that do that too. That's pretty cool. It's It will make you a better person. So it's good to do. Okay. Create art. Done that. All right. The Paris one, remember? With the Italian girl. <laughs> Put on your dancing shoes. Learn to tango in Argentina. How many of you are reading the four-hour work week, by the way? Uh, or flamenco in Spain. Yeah. Good idea. That's one of those things. Oh, man. Tell you what. Going back to Italy. and get, Maybe it's a different girl. But <laughs> you're there. You go to a bar club can you tell i don't go out you go somewhere you get your dance on because 10 years prior you learned to do the flamenco in spain you learned to do tango in argentina you, you just bosh out some king tango you know what i mean and people go wow where where did you learn to tango and you say well 10 years ago i was in argentina that's a man. I wish I had that voice. Come on, how cool is that? It's Argentina. I spent <laughs> spent a year of my life learning to tango. <laughs> now I'm alone, which is sad because the one thing about tango is it takes two. I was going a little bit of uh, what's his name out of that film. Um, what's his name? Not Dustin Hoffman. What's that film called? You know the one with the prison and the the Raquel Welsh poster on the wall. It's like with the best film of all time, says everyone. Morgan Freeman, that's not the film name. <laughs> that's, that's where my voice is going. Oh, was that? Oh, the, oh, no, almost at it. Oh, it's going to come to me. Oh, come on. I know you all know what it is. I know you know what it is. And I know you're trying to telepathically tell me, but I'm in the past now. Ah, oh, it begins with an S. I know it does. I know it begins with an S. Okay. <laughs> oh that's it our list is done oh what's that film called right <laughs> our list is done i'm just thinking about that film man i'm not gonna look it up that's the thing you know when you want you want to know you know <sighs> no no it's not <sighs> okay i know you know what it is i know <sighs> okay <laughs> Right, let's get on to some questions. If you would like to send a... Oh, I must add it again. If you would like to send a question, <laughs> it is on Instagram. At, but I'm just talking. I'm not even thinking about... Do you know what I'm thinking about? It's Instagram at Backpack Digital. Oh, I must add it. Oh, it's right there in the front of my brain. Okay, right. Okay. I'm, 
<laughs> I know Dere is a crime, but I can't go on like this. It's not. I keep. I keep having the Stanford experiment there, but it's, it's obviously not that. Ah, oh, Morgan Freeman in. <laughs> the, oh, I almost said it. Okay, never mind. I'll come back to it. Oh, that's gonna be all I can think about now. Oh, that's so annoying. All right. Anyway, <laughs> oh, God damn it. The, uh, the, no, no, it's not going to happen. Okay, I'll I'll try and get through these questions, but I'm not sure how this is going to go. Shall I just look it up? No, that's no, that's admitting defeat. There, see, this is making me a better person. This is the struggle that you must go through, right? This is the struggle. Okay, this question is from the Lady of Greenwood. Doesn't that sound like a Jane Austen book, right? The Lady of Greenwood. She says, hey, Hayden. Hello. I've been following you through Europe. Have you? <laughs> I didn't see it. Since the epic high five episode. I listen to your old episodes while running and just love it. Well, thank you very much. I love that. Thank you. Run faster, by the way. Go on. Go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what can I do to influence someone's running? Okay. Well, okay. Run to the tempo, right? Run to the tempo. So I imagine what's a normal run. I imagine now you're running... Okay, now keep up with this. Keep up with this. (laughs) I could have gone way faster. Anyway, where was I? (laughs) I recently, oh, it's still on my brain. I recently subscribed to a new podcast and there was sort of, there was a sort of coming soon message from from a company, from the company that produced the podcasts. I swear I heard your voice. It was Movement by Lara. I know you work on producing podcasts. Not sure what exactly you do, but am I going crazy? Or maybe I've been listening to your podcast way too much. You're not going crazy. That is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you know, I work in the production of podcasts. Oh, I almost said it again. Um, oh, it begins with an S, doesn't it? Okay, I work in the production of podcasts, and that is the yeah. That's a new client first. Uh, Lara's um, amazing. She's an awesome person, and uh, yeah. So we, we have this coming soon message like before it goes because. Yeah, you don't need to know about any of that. But yeah, before it goes live, we put out a coming soon message and I'm the only one that has a vaguely British accent. So they said, that sounds good, do that. So I did. It's less of a, it's it's a bit more put on English accent, you know? It's like less of my actual accent, which is kind of weird, right? Lady of Greenwood continues. Anyway, love your podcast and your voice. Thank you. I often burst out laughing while I'm running and people look at me like I'm crazy, but I don't mind. You definitely make it go faster on the days when I don't really feel like going for a run. So thank you. Hey, this kind of, this ties in with what we're saying, doesn't it? Some days you don't feel like running, but you know, when you feel the best in life is when you didn't feel like running, but you did it anyway. Right. And then after that run, you go, yeah, I didn't want to. I have grown as a person. So I'm glad I can, I can help with that, man. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, right? Okay, I'm gonna have a little little think on it now. I know I know the best way to think to try and remember something is to open up the frontal lobe slash cortex, can't remember which one. But no, I'm gonna have a concentrated think. Okay, hold on. Oh no, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. God damn it. The is it the is it the S? The S No, it's not, is it? Oh, oh it's the name of it's the name of the prison, isn't it? That's why I've got Stanford experiment in my head. Oh, God damn it. Okay, right. <laughs> this is from TM Scaran. She says, Hey Hayden, Teresa S. from the States here, specifically upstate New York. I think, is this one I read the other week? When was this from? Yes, it is. We have a new one. My apologies. Hey Lee, she says, this is Teresa, the same person. Just wanted to drop uh, drop a quick note and say you should definitely call it the Hayden Lee Show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm English. We don't do things like that, you know? Anyway. Oh, I must add it again. Okay, right. I'm just gonna not think about it and then it'll that's when it'll happen. Right. She says, I love listening to your random thoughts and rambles and the name just makes me laugh and smile. Good. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. 
Also, so cool that you shared your story about meeting up with your ex-girlfriend and how that played out. I was walking through an, app, an airport in New Orleans, or New Orleans, I believe, uh, listening to it and found it super entertaining and had the biggest grin on my face as you shared everything so honestly. Love that stuff. Please keep it coming and cheers to more Hayden Lee Show ramblings. <laughs> cool. I appreciate that, man. I think I think honesty is uh, honesty is kind of, it should be everything. And this is, again, down to the reason that I, I don't even edit. Like right now I'm opening the door because a cat was scratching at it. Hello, cat. Do you have anything to say? I thought so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So honesty, that's what it's about, man. That's what it should be because... I mean, I I edit a lot of podcasts, right? And there's a, now a cat in my way that I'm tripping over. Oh, I almost said it again. And <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. <clears throat> anyway, I edit a lot of shows, right? And you can tell some of them where you talk to them outside of the show and they're different. You go, hold on, why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, why? Why would you do that? And so that's not how I think it should be. So this is, when you talk to me, this is how I am, you know? And why would I talk to all of you at one and not be how I am and who I am? You know, that doesn't work for me. So that's why I guess the Hayden Lee show will work. So yeah, you know what? I think I might call it that. <laughs> right then. This next one is from Rodante Beltea. That is such a rhythmic name, man. Rodante Beltea. Nice. He says, hey Hayden, I've never heard my name with a Brazilian accent, but I don't mind it at all. Yeah, because I couldn't figure out if it was, like, because it could be either Portuguese or or Spanish-based, and that would be Rodanchi Belteja. <laughs> I, I don't know which I prefer. Uh, my name, uh, my name, I found out, is more Spanish, and it means rolling. How cool is that? I was recently in Peru, and a guide told me that Casa Rodante, or Casa, I think in Spanish, Casa Rodante means a home on wheels. Oh, this is so cool. Uh, which I quite like since I feel you do carry your home with you when you long-term travel and change your location daily. But if you plug that into Google Translate, it directly translates to trailer, which somehow takes that magic away. So let's go with my guide's definition. Man, how cool is that? Home on wheels. That's, yeah, man, you're a born traveler, man. That's so cool. Just signed up for the show. Yes, yes, he is coming on. Uh, Rodante Beltia. Rodante Beltia is coming on the show <laughs> for season seven. Uh, would love to talk about, this is a little teaser, I suppose, for season seven. Would love to talk about mindset when going abroad and the difference between travel versus vacation. I like that. I found people who use the who use the latter have expectations of every moment being amazing and any negative experience just ruins their trip, whereas generally people who adopt that travel mindset take the good and bad equally as part of the journey. Yeah, I'm going to stop describing what he's saying there because you'll have to listen to season seven. Right? Uh, and then let's go to the end. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, there's some cool stories. Oh, you guys, you guys are going to love this episode, right? Uh, we got a lot to talk about, I think. I agree. Until then, cheers. Yes, looking forward to that. So everyone tune in to season seven, which I believe is going to be after January, where I'm in, uh, where am I? Brazil. There you go. <laughs> I just did my, not itinerary, but I've got to go to a few places on the way to Rio. So I've got to go from here, Birmingham. Uh, well, I've got to go to Birmingham first. And then from there to New York. And then we're going to this conference thing. And then from New York to Seattle for another conference thing. And then from Seattle to columbus ohio for another thing uh, and then uh, potentially vegas but i don't think so that would be before new york i don't know but i gotta do all that and then to rio so if you're in any of those places let me know we'll hang out we'll hang out if i am going to vegas you know i'm gonna go sit going let's try this again if you i'm not gonna edit if what was i even saying uh if i'm going to vegas you know i'm gonna go see stan danley dan stanley stan dan dan stan this is from this is from Heathwell. Remember Heathwell from like last episode? He was, um, I believe. Let me just uh, find that if he was. Yeah, uh, he's a guy that was sitting on the lawn, listening to the playlist he made from the songs uh, on one of the last episodes, and selling all this stuff so we can go travel. How cool, Heathwell, legend. He says, he says, listening to you on the way to the airport right now. Yeah. 
Plans have changed a bit since my last message. You see, I was supposed to go to Saipan to work a six-month contract where I would get room slash board and minimum wage. I don't have much money, but I figured as long as I can get to the airport and get on my plane, then I'm set. I love that mindset, man. So with that in mind, I booked a one-way ticket to Marrakesh. Well, the island of Saipan just got hit by a typhoon and the people are struggling a lot. It's actually a situation that could use a lot more awareness and support. But what it means for me is that I'm on my way to Marrakesh with little money, no plan at all, and no ticket back home. I've started brainstorming ideas on how to make money, but it will be t- it will be tough without a work visa or a computer. I started a blog as of yesterday, and I'll be doing that. Although I don't expect it to make money, at least not for a while. I downloaded the four hour work week per your recommendation. That's a very good call. Do you have any other advice or comments or whatever? I appreciate your podcast a lot, and I value your opinion. Sorry for the long message. Happy travels. God bless. Yeah, man, I like what you're doing. That's one of the things in four hour work week: throwing your backpack over the fence, man. You're you're getting it done. It's ready. Fire aim is what you're doing. Ready, fire, aim. That's how things are done because a lot of people get caught up on the aim step on the traditional ready, aim, fire sequence, right? So I like the way you're doing it. I like the way you're doing it. The first recommendation is read that book or uh, or listen to it, whichever one you've got. But yeah, check that out. My second thing is, and this might... Hmm. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking then it's, it's a piece of advice that... Um, Hmm. It's one of those things where it's not, it might not be what you want to hear, but it's, it's like, it's legitimate advice. So it doesn't, you know what I mean? So, all right. As, uh, so with blogs, uh, if you look at the stats, blogs are going very much downhill nowadays. I know there are some that, that aren't, but you can say that about anything, but I would recommend, I would recommend, and I tell you what I think will happen is if you read the four hour work week, your mind will go to other things rather than a blog. Now, a blog is good, except for if you want to make money off it, right? Again, exceptions, exceptions, yada, 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 right? But yeah, I think the four hour work week will give you more and potentially better ideas. And my second piece of advice is to not let the acquisition of money and being able to fund yourself enter your mind too much and distract you, right? Obviously, it's the thing that needs to happen, but you're in Marrakesh, you're hanging out. Man, like, don't let it consume your thoughts. Don't let it always be in the back of your mind ruining what could be a good night. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not saying you will, but yeah, I'd... Uh, yeah, I definitely suggest, yeah, get through that book, man. Get through that book and your mind will be a lot clearer, right? It sounds like it's the Bible, but get through that book and your mind will be a lot clearer. But I love what you're doing. I love the ready, fire, aim, man. And it sounds like the way you're living life and the way you're doing stuff, you'll sort it out anyway. Whatever happens, you'll figure it out. That is what will happen. I'm excited to see what will happen, man. And uh, get yourself on the show, man, because that's a cool story, man. Get yourself on the show. Right then. That was terrible advice. I feel like I need to give more. Hold on. Let me have a read. Mm-hmm. What it means to me? No little money. No plan at all. No ticket back. Love that. Started brainstorming those ideas, but it'll be tough without a work visa or a computer. True. Work visas are overrated. Uh, you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. You know. You know. Uh, or a computer. True. True. It depends what skill you'd be utilizing online. That just that just basically narrows down your niche a bit more. So instead of anything I can do on the computer online, I can do it just narrows it down a bit to anything I can do on a phone uh, online. I can do it just narrows it down a bit. You know, just there's fewer options, but there are still options. Right. And reading the book will help you figure them out. Uh, positive mindset. It seems that you already have, man. I think you've got everything. You've got everything and you'll be fine. You'll be fine, man. Let me know how it goes. Come on the show. This last one. Is this the last? No, it's not. This last one is from Traveler Joe Uh Yeah. Traveler Joe B E B Joe B. He says, <laughs> he says, Hey, oh, the, this, the, it's one of the most popular films of all time. The, oh, was that it? 
Is it S? Is it even S? It is, isn't it? This. Okay. Traveller Joby. He says, hey, just listening to your last episode. Love how you always pour your heart out. Miss that from people. Keep it up. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. It's just me being me, man. That's how everything should be done. Yes. Like it. Because, yeah, I don't know. It's sometimes I see people because people know, especially people in the in the kind of new media, whatever, marketing and stuff like that. People know that vulnerability um it's like vulnerability sells is like a horrible way to put it. <laughs> but people have cottoned on to this now and it's horrible to see. But some people are, I don't want to say faking, but that's definitely what I mean. Some people are, are feigning, is that a word? Um, vulnerability. They're, they're, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's kind of not real in a sense in order to, in order to utilize the fact that it makes people closer to you. Uh, it, isn't that horrible? Like, it just makes me feel horrible, man. Do you know what I mean? It's like people pretending to be vulnerable and sharing stuff with you and and saying to their fans or their readers or this, oh, I love you guys. I, you know, I couldn't do this without... Just all of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of it is perfectly real. Fantastic. Love it. Some of it, you can tell it ain't, and I hate it. That's my point. Get rid of it. <laughs> right <laughs> okay second to last this is from weird that's that's his own words weird underscore badal right and he says hey lee love when people call me lee i was listening to your love on the ganges ah that was was that season one i think it was season one season two maybe where i bring my own story in that was a fun one to do. That was, that was when Jackie came on. I was thinking that was the first or second time Jackie was on the show. She says, no, Jackie doesn't say anything. She wasn't. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> he goes, uh, I don't know why. Oh, no, I was listening to your Love on the Ganges for the 27th time, and it always makes me happy. I don't know why. Don't know why does that don't know why does that story bring smile to my face, but I just love it. Well, man, I'm happy about that. That. That makes that brings a smile to my face, man. Congrats on your completion of mainland Europe on bike, Gloria. Yeah, man. She's sitting there all alone at the moment. She needs to be started. In fact, she will be the day after tomorrow. But it's just so cold here, man. It's like five degrees or something centigrade. I don't like riding in those temperatures, but I know she's got to get she's got to get going anyway. Uh, I hope the name is not mistaken. You are not mistaken. Gloria, as named after Gloria Stefan, said in a strange accent. I recently found out, this is your, your weekly Gloria Stefan fact, uh, that she did uh, she redid her song Don't Want to Lose You, classic song of the album Cuts Both Ways, 1987. 1989? 1989. Uh, she redid that in Portuguese, like two years later, 1991. Redid it in Portuguese. And uh, I listened to it all. And yeah, you do have those moments, right? <laughs> So I listened to it all, and there's a bit in it where, because uh, Portuguese is very similar to Spanish, she's a native uh, Spanish speaker, right? And she was doing the Portuguese, and there's one, there's like a few words in this phrase where she does them the Spanish way, like by accident, you know, in like a Spanishy accent or a Cuban accent rather. And I was just there in the kitchen doing the washing up, listening to this tune, and then she did that. I just went, <laughs> just kind of laughed to myself. Do you ever have those moments where you go, I am not cool? <laughs> Like, you just like take a look at yourself from the outside. You go, I'm listening to a song from 1991. It is, <laughs> it's a ballad. It's an 80s ballad. And I'm laughing to myself out loud that, <laughs> that she, that she uh, did something in Spanish rather than Portuguese. What am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Anyway, he continues. Uh, looking forward to next season, and I hope that you complete your story of that eight-fingered man. Uh, what was his name again? Captain Kim? Yes, it was in this season. Uh, yeah, yeah, Captain Kim. What a legend. What a legend. Eight fingers. Not on one hand. Uh, he was just missing a couple, you know. Uh, I did find out why he had eight fingers as well. I can't remember whether I mentioned it in the uh, in the episode, but it was due to a uh, a landmine. There you go. Captain Kim. Yeah. He was basically an old an old bloke in Vietnam. When I was just getting there, I had backpack on my back and I'd just arrived in Saigon. And uh, well, when I when I arrived in the airport, like I was getting out of the airport and there was just 
a million people going, taxi, do you want a taxi? Do you want a taxi? Do you want a taxi? <laughs> I'd just come off an airplane. And then the one guy, best businessman I've ever seen, right? There's all these people, do you want a taxi? Do you want a taxi? This is such a business lesson in life, right? I'm walking through all these taxi guys. I'm saying, no, no, I'm good. No, I did want a taxi, but I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And this one taxi guy just pops out from the middle of him and goes, cigarette? That is my taxi driver. You know what I'm saying? That is business. That is, he knows what he's doing. I've just come off a plane. What are the odds I'm going to be a cigarette smoker? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. It depends where you're from. 50-50. doesn't matter, right? But I might be, and I've just come off a plane, right? I might not have cigarettes on me. What's the first thing you want if you're a smoker, you come off a plane? Cigarettes. Guy, guy says, do you want a cigarette? Free, right? You do it. You take it off him. You feel like you owe him. And then he says, do you want a taxi, mate? You go, yes, I do, son. Man, that is how business works. My point was, I then got into, <laughs> I then got into Saigon, right? And then, uh, then I was looking for like, you know, somewhere to crash, a hostel, hotels or something, just walking around. And this guy pulls up next to me, right? Oh, man, I've said that. I've told this story a few times. He pulls up next to me and, uh, and he goes, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> just trying to say stuff to me. I was like, nah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Cause I heard like, this is my first time in Vietnam. And I heard that people, you know, try and get you to buy stuff and stuff like that. And he wasn't offering me a cigarette. So, you know, and, uh, and he goes, wow, what did he do then? Uh, then he, yeah, he hands this book to me. He's holding out this book. I'm like, what's all this? I'll give it a read, right? And it says, uh, it says, if you're reading this book, if you're reading this, you're standing in front of Captain Kim, right? Go with this man. You won't regret it, right? And I flip the pages, same in French, same in German, same in some more English ones, Spanish, people from all over the world saying exactly the same things, right? So I'm like, hey, this sounds pretty good. And I just arrived in Saigon. I had nothing to do. So I hopped on the back of his bike and off we left. And it was about two hours later down the road. I'm thinking, where am I? And who is this man? He had eight fingers. He was missing two. Turns out, <laughs> turns out he, uh, he lived in the South down in the Mekong Delta. And he, he used to be a tour guide. And he was kind of, he was old. So he was kind of retired now, but he still... He still liked to do it. He still liked to pick people up and show them all around the islands and and stay with his family and stuff like that. And that's what I did for the next, I don't know, five days, something like that. And then uh, then I bought a motorcycle down there and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So that's my story of kind of, you know, all it, all it was was, do I go with this man or do I not? Never met him before. Eight fingers, a bit weird, doesn't really speak any English. There's a back, back seat of his bike. Don't know where I'm going. And, uh, so yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> There's a lesson in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, weird Badal continues. I th and I think it's selfish, but I listen to your podcast hoping one day you'll say, if you're in Mumbai. <laughs> I think I will. One day, man. One day, man. Because I try not to say I'm like, I try not to do one more, more, one more times than one. What a strange way of saying that. I try not to repeat myself. There you go. I repeat myself on everything except for these things. <laughs> so one day. I will. One day I will. <laughs> Love you, podcast man. Just keep doing it and stay weird. Hell yeah, man. I will. I hope you do too. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get another message off you a year a year from now with normal underscore bad out. You know what I mean? Like, stay weird, man. It's the only way. Okay, last one. Last one. And then I'm going to talk about uh, kind of sponsored stuff. Just a thought I had. Right. Anyway, this is from Maddie Howell. Eight, she says. Hey, Hayden, I'm a 19-year-old university student from Canada. I started listening to your show a few months ago, and I love it. I really like podcasts that are chatty with no real format, so I love the rambling. Good. I've got lots of things I'd like to say, but I'll try to keep it to shortish, probably, probably unsuccessfully. I'm sorry, I was reading that, but I was also trying to think of that film. I can't do it. This, this, is it even the... Oh, that's going to annoy me so much. I can't look it up, though. I can't look it up. Ah, oh, no, it's not going to happen. Ah, oh, no, I almost had it. It's the name of the prison, isn't it? No, no, it's not going to happen. Okay. She continues. <laughs> For the past year, I felt very anxious to be anywhere but where I am. But I'm a year into, into a civil engineering degree, so I'm kind of committed to being in the same place for the next three plus years. I spent the summer between my first and second year working at a nine to five, but I really can't do that again this summer or maybe ever again in my life. Yeah. 
So I've concluded that I need to travel somewhere this summer instead of working or taking spring classes like most people in my situation do. I like that conclusion. I'm currently planning on either going to Spain for three weeks with my best friend of four years or going to New Zealand for four months. All done. What's going on here? Three weeks to Spain or four months to New Zealand by myself to work at a ski resort. I would really love to do both. However, given the price of plane tickets and the style of travel my friend would like to do in Spain, I don't think I can afford to, and I can't decide which I would, I'm going to come back to a little piece there, which I would rather do. If you have any insight into which I should do, let me know. Otherwise, I guess my question is, do you have any recommendations for what I should go do in if I go to Spain. Sorry, that was really long. I guess I didn't have to tell you my whole life story, but I did. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Love the pod. Keep living your best life. Thank you. So I am going to go back to this little bit here, right? Now, what, what's wrong about this sentence? Where are we? However, given the price of plane tickets and the style of travel my friend would like to do in Spain, I don't think I can... What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what style of travel would you like to do? That's my question. <laughs> I know there's compromise if you're going with a friend. I know that's a thing. But, I mean, financial concerns might also come into compromise. You know what I'm saying? I say, first thing I'm saying is, uh, well, put, uh, put that in your mind. What would you like to do there? Is it the same style of travel that your friend would like to do in Spain? If it's a, a cheaper style of travel, then I would say go for a compromise in that, and then you can do both potentially, right? Uh, I would say, I would also say, hmm, let's see. Plane tickets are pretty expensive, yeah. Start of travel, I don't think I can afford two, and I can't decide which I would rather do. Right. Hmm. It sounds... Is your friend going to New Zealand as well? Uh, going to, yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh. Okay, hold on, you're going to work at a ski resort. I assume that's not paid. Right. Even though Canadian going to New Zealand, you could get the working holiday and therefore be paid. Right. If it is paid, go to New Zealand for four months or three months and then go to Spain on the way back with the money that you've earned in New Zealand. That's a way. But I, I assume you've already thought of these things, right? Uh, between the two, between the two, I, I don't know why there's a there's a difference in duration where it's uh what was it four months in new zealand and three weeks in spain something like that uh three weeks in spain or four months in new zealand yeah because of the durations i'd choose new zealand over spain i really don't know why there's a i don't know why there's a time difference i'm that there's a duration difference there's, there's some information missing there but i would say the four months in new zealand would be better for you would be maybe more fun but more of an experience than only three weeks in spain because you'll find that you want to fit everything maybe this is your friend's style of travel i want to fit everything in. i want to do here 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 and here i want to see that and want to see that if you're in new zealand you're staying in one place doing one thing right but again you are working there so how much can you see when you're working these are the considerations <laughs> i'd i'd need to know why there's a duration difference and if it's because you want to fit in loads of stuff in Spain and the and the travel through Spain is expensive or something like that, I need to know more information. But yeah, initially I'm thinking New Zealand just because it's... Ah, oh, but you're from Canada though. Spain's more different than to Canada than New Zealand is. That's also something to bring to, to keep in mind. That's a tough one, man. I'd need to know a bit, for, a bit more information. But the first thing I'd look at is what do you want to do? Also, I'd put the two of them, I'd say heads new zealand tails spain flip the coin and say i will do what the coin says flip the coin do it and then see how you feel <laughs> it's kind of going against the coin i know which we shouldn't as a people but going against the coin saying oh no i yeah i guess i'm cool with that that's the one you shouldn't do right but again there's that thing of when people ask advice or ask a yes or no question to someone uh, there's a theory that they already know the answer <laughs> So search within yourself. You've got to search for the traveler inside yourself. <laughs> That's such an English reference, a 90s English re reference. <sighs> was that, no, not Moby, what was she called? M, M people, was it M people? Search for the hero inside yourself? I don't know. What is this film called, man? This is, oh, I must have it again. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna have a real think about it now. 
Okay, uh, I'd need you to shout it for me, please. I don't care if you're on the tube. I don't care if you're in a train. I don't care if you're on a bus. After three, right? Shout it to me, right? Please. One. <laughs> this is the film starring Morgan Freeman and that other bloke where they're in the prison and he escapes from the prison. Sorry for ruining it. <laughs> you know the one, right? Okay. One, <laughs> two, three. <sighs> no, I couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear you. Am I going to have to look it up? Because I'm just about to end this episode. Because actually in 10 minutes I've got an interview to do. I don't want to look it up. Okay. Maybe, okay, I'll, I'll, end, I'll end it and then I'll look it up at the end if I haven't got it by then. Oh, I really almost had it that time. Okay. Oh, God damn it. Okay, anyway. So what I'm thinking, right, I've had this thought... Oh, I'll tell you about that thought next week. Never mind. Because I've got to put it into action as well. It's, it's about sponsors and like, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about sponsors for season seven. But yeah, I'm just, I just can't, I can't. Should I look it up? I don't want to, but I want to know. That's the problem. And I don't want to, I don't want it to pop in my head tonight when I'm not talking to you guys anymore. Because then you won't know that, you know? Oh, I must had it again. Okay. Oh. Uh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to have to look at, I'm going to look it up. I know, I know. But you know what I mean? I don't want it to pop in my head when I'm not, not talking to you guys, you know? So, okay, I'm going to little think while I, tell you what, I might, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause this, right? And I'm not going to look it up, but I'm going to give myself like 30 seconds just to have a proper think on it. I'm going to give myself like 30 seconds, right? Okay, so I'm going to pause this, all done. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to look it up. I don't know what I'm going to search because I don't know what it's called. I'm just going to search Morgan Freeman. God damn it, what's it called? <sighs> Morgan Freeman, there we go. Right. Oh, the Shawshank Redemption. God damn it. I, I knew it was an S. And the place is called Shawshank. I knew it. Oh. <sighs> I would have preferred to have got that by myself. I know. But it wouldn't have been as good as if I'd got it later tonight and, you know, and you guys weren't there. So, Shawshank Redemption, god damn it. <laughs> okay, anyway, thanks for, listening to <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to appear on Season 7, which you should have started doing the interviews already, right? If you want to appear on Season 7, if you've got something to say, even if you don't and you just want to chat, then... Uh, Go to, I'll put it in the in the little notes thing as well, but it's Calendly. We've been through this before, like an adverb. Like, how did he do that? Oh, he did it rather Calendly, like a calendar, right? Calend, L-Y, right? <laughs> Dot com slash Haydenly, that's my name, H-A-Y-D-E-N-L-E-E, -E -E, slash, again, uh, what is it, slash? Uh, oh, yeah, T-S-P, as in Travel Stories Podcast. I don't know for next. T for therapeutic. S for what's S for? <laughs> S for simplistic, and P for perforations. <laughs> That'd be great at making up phonetics. Anyway, P for phonetics. All right, there we go. That's confusing. <laughs> why, why is phonetic? No, never mind. Right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Instagram at Backpack Digital, calendly.com forward slash agently forward slash TSP. Get in touch. <laughs> Speak to you guys next week. <laughs>